This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. And we're coming to you from the Florida Makes Make More Summit here at Lake Nona. Incredible, incredible facility, the Guidewell Innovation Center. Um, so uh, I am Tom Kindred, as everyone knows. I'm the host of Small Biz Florida. And uh, you, uh, you know that our little podcast here is dedicated uh, to highlighting and creating awareness for all the small business assistance, resources, programs that exist across the state of Florida. That's why we take this podcast on the road to, uh, to highlight uh, those resources. And um, we've got a very good friend, old friend uh, from my hometown uh, with us right now. We've got uh, Mr. Jerry uh, Hefner, who serves as president of Personal Personnel Dynamics. And uh, Jerry, gosh, you and I go way back in we Fort do. Pierce. <laughs> Childhood. High school. That's right. Uh, we, were, uh, we were sharing all of our connections before we uh, went on the air here. So, Jerry, I'm just, uh, listen, proud and honored to have you uh, on Small Biz Florida. Ta- thank you for taking time here at, no. at Florida Makes Make More Summit to talk to us. My pleasure. To come. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I, I, I can't wait to get into the conversation with you. You've got some incredible things going on. Um, but let's just start. And this, we've only got about 20, 25 minutes, Jerry, okay. so you, you, you can't give your whole background. because right. Yeah, just <laughs> give us the quick overview of, of kind of your pathway uh, to personnel dynamics uh, consulting. Not a problem. Uh, basically, 40 years HR professional. Wow. And um, was born and raised. In where, where were you when I was in small business, Jerry? I know. <laughs> That's it. Probably on the road. Uh, <laughs> but um, I was um, born and raised in Fort Pierce, which I'm very proud to say, uh, third generation Floridian, which makes me rare in my own state, <laughs> so, right. but um, grew up there and then, um, you know, went through college and everything else, and my big job was vice president of human resources for Pepsi-Cola bottling down in South Florida for 10 years. Uh, then I was executive vice president of HR for a, a statewide bank, and then set out on my own back in 1999, Wow! and I've been a one-man consultant team ever since then. Um, I created the best places to work there in St. Lucie County. Incredible. And yep. uh, took that program across the country, uh, collected data uh, on what's going on in the workforce, and then traveled the world um, speaking on what's going on in today's workforce. Okay, nice. So this is going to be easy, uh, Jerry. Okay. We'll just get right into it. Good. Um, we can have a conversation uh, with any business, uh, not not just manufacturing, but really any business, uh, certainly along the Treasure Coast, uh, the clients we work with, uh, their biggest number one uh, issue right now is uh, talent pipeline, uh, yep. workforce. So give us give us the overview. Where where are we really uh, in the state with workforce? You you had given us some stats uh, before we went on yep. the uh, on the air. So where are we? 
It's, um, well, it's just going to take you back a little bit, if you don't mind. Yep. Okay. Uh, back in uh, 2001, I worked with a program um, that was recognized nationally called the Workforce 2020. At that time, the whole idea behind that program, it was written up by SHRM, the Society of Human Resource Management, that said, by the year 2020, we would run out of bodies to work. And so we've known this is going on come at, at some sense of time. So those that blame COVID because of this, just, I'm honestly, it just isn't true. Right. This is where it was before. COVID kind of mustered it up a little bit. But for the most part, we are on a path of, you know, losing bodies, enough bodies. And most of that is the generation, uh, you know, the veteran generation, sort of the baby boomers leaving the, the job market. Um, our legal immigration is down 78% since 2016. And we're just not having babies like we used to. Right. So we're just short. And it's going to stay that way. Uh, we were talking. A lot of people are saying when they come back, they're not there to come back. Right. We just don't have enough bodies. And so it changes what goes on in the workplace. Right. You know, how do you manage if, um, if you need them more than they need you? <laughs> if, if, um, if you can, mm -hmm. what, describe for us in you know, a couple of sentences... What was the old management? What, what, what did we do before that we really, we're going to have to get away from now? Is that a, is that a, no. is that an answerable question? Actually, a perfect question. Okay. Okay. Uh, and and you and I known each other long. How far back do you want me to go? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I'm 58. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't go there. No, no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but most of how we, you know, the rules of business were made by the veteran and the baby boom generations, specifically the veteran. It says you have to show up at this time. You have to dress up this way. Right. This is how work works. The, basically, the, you know, certainly the millennials, who now are the largest group in the workforce, challenged all of that. Right. They were the first generation that challenged the way work works. They sit there and say, why do I have to wear jeans if no one's going to see me? Or why right. do I have to dress up? Why right. can't I wear jeans? Why can't I wear jeans? Yeah. Right. Why can't I, if I'm working in the accounting department, why can't I come in at 10 o'clock? The, the numbers add up the same at right. 8. Right. Uh, and so they questioned it. Well, now they're in charge. And so, and now there's a, you know, a shortage of them, supply and demand. Right. So now they're using, leveraging that to their benefit and to business's benefit, to be honest. Right. But to answer your question specifically, what changes almost everything you look at? How you interview changes. How you recruit changes. How you communicate as far as what you can get away with and have them stay changes. Uh, how you discipline somebody you know, changes. Right. So all the ways we learned about back in the 80s and the 90s specifically, mostly inflicted by HR, right. you know, needs to change. So, I mean, complete, total overhaul. Complete, total overhaul. <laughs> of the you HR. Know, you take a look at it. So for the most part, I'll just take wages and, and or benefits, either one. Wages for, historically is based on seniority. The longer you stay, the more you make. Well, today's young worker doesn't have to wait. And so is that really a valuable benefit to make them wait five years to maybe get top pay? If I'm producing as a young worker as much as George, and hopefully there's no Georges out there, right. you know, who's been here 20 years, but I'm producing much more, don't I deserve more? Right. And the question I'm asking employers is, is, that, is he wrong in right. asking that? Right. 
And and uh, talk about one of the, I guess, one of the easiest issues to address is the the concept of what is our work week now. There's off, been an awful lot of talk um, about the four-day work week, and there's been some companies that are experimenting with a four-day work week. How, where where does that issue fall uh, in this conversation? Is that is that one of the top things? That, one of the easiest ways for an employer to to address change in HR? I will tell you, every business is different, and so I'm telling my clients to uh, you know question all of it. Okay, if it works for the business, you know it, it works for the business. Uh, what I bump into the most on the business owners and leaders uh, of businesses is that when you're posed with a challenge like that, is four-day work weeks a good thing? They will find all the reasons why it is not a good thing. Right. They will not make that other list <laughs> on right. all the reasons why right. it should be a good right. thing, and that's that's what's holding them back. Right. They keep looking. This has worked for forty-something years. Right. I don't want to change it if, until right. it's really broke. Right. And so um, is that one possibility? Certainly it is. You know, um, but there's also, there's a list. Uh, I'm here announcing the Employers of Choice Awards. There's 10 pages in that report that every employer is going to get here today right. that gives ideas of what employers are doing in the workplace, not just four-day work weeks, right. but across the board right. to make the workplace a place that they want to work at. I want to I, I want to talk about employer of choice because incredible program. I, when I first saw that program, I was so impressed with the whole model and the concept where um, there was an award attached to data gathering. But before before I before I ask that question, I, I just I want to I want to ask a question. Um, you know, Google loves list. Yes. Top ten places I need to visit. You know, before I die. And uh, what are if you had to, if you had to create the list, uh, and I know this is, uh, you know, shooting it from the hip here, but if you had to create the list, what, what are the top five issues for millennials? I mean, what, what, what do you think they are? The top five issues for what? For, for millennials, for millennials, in in oh. terms of of engagement in the workforce, is it is it time off? Is it additional training opportunities? It, I don't think it's money, right? No. We we cover that all the time. That money's not in the top five anymore. Right. Right. So what are those issues that, that bring millennials to a workplace? They're not as expensive as all the businesses think. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Right. Okay? Uh, for the most part, yes, they want to have say. All right? They want to okay. have value. Right. And, and its value is defined as you include me in the decisions, you explain what's going on. I want to be part of the team. Okay. okay. I like it. That's probably more than anything else that they, ser- they have value. Uh, two, um, they, yes... They want to get rid of all the rules that don't make sense. Okay. Get rid of the stupid stuff. Right. And and business world has a right. bunch of stupid stuff. It's just, yeah, well, that's just the way it is. Right. And so they want to get rid of those. Okay. If you give them those two, a lot of the rest, rest. kind of goes by the wayside. I'll be okay. honest. Four-day right. work weeks isn't the big thing. But if I'm going to be miserable, I only want to be miserable for four days. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... Yes, that I like that, Jerry. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so, right. And so, um, yeah, and the same thing with pay. You know, you're right. right. It's not pay. But I, I, tell, I challenge all the employers out there. You know, um, you know, miserable people are the ones who ask for more money. Right. Happy employees don't. Right. And and uh, talk to me about the the training. Are 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 millennials interested in in 
you know, more education, they, they want the training, they, is, is that a way to bring value to, to your team to, yes. pro, to consistently provide enhancement training? Yes, okay. but it has to be training on the new stuff. Okay. You know, not on the, the stuff from the 80s and the 90s. Right. And then when you go to leadership training or go to the management training, right. they're still teaching the old stuff. Okay. And as I mentioned before, it has to be done differently. You know, and so it has to be engaging. It has to be quick. It has to be fast because that's how they right. grew up. Right. You know, and so to sit there and spend a long amount, of, and it has to be interactive. Right. You know, but to spend a long time in a class, no, it's not going to happen. Now, I'm generalizing. Right. Realize right. that right. all of that, there are right. exceptions to that rule. And I guess my, my last question before we talk about an employer of choice is, where's this whole work from home thing going? Where 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 are we in the work from home? Are we are we back to work or are we going to find some hybrids out there in this or is that, that where we're yeah. headed, kind of a hybrid model? A hybrid. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's in flux right now. Right. All right. Eventually businesses realize what they can produce good work with and what they can't. Right. And so there's going to be some tough decisions. Um, you know, I always tell employers that if you're going to give a benefit, put a death date on it. And, and so if you want to kill it, Right. That you said that up front. Okay. We didn't. Nice. And so, right, right. You're right. And that was the problem. And yep. so now all of a sudden we're taking something away from them. So they yep. say, hey, we're going to go here and then we're going to kill it here. Yeah. And here's the definition of the death date of this, this benefit. They didn't yeah. do that. So now we got to fight on our hands. Yeah. And so, but eventually you're going to get a hybrid of those jobs that can be done because it might just be stupid to really be in the office. That, that's such a you, excellent point is, is the death date. It, it, that would have made this so much easier to have returned yeah. to the office. Right to the we, office. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can always extend the death date. Right. Right. Yeah. But we didn't Excel, do that. Excellent point. All right. So let's talk about employer of choice. I got to tell you. Uh, Marcelo and Susan uh, with Florida Makes uh, came to us uh, a little bit ago, and uh, a number of months ago, we actually did a podcast on the on the ah, the program, and uh, I was just so impressed with this program. Here it is, an award program that that highlights and awards and uh, an employer. But behind that award is all this great work and great data collection. Yeah. And, and that's what you're here uh, at Florida Makes to do today is share all that data. Right. Incredible. I mean, that report's got to be worth thousands <laughs> of dollars, Jerry. <laughs> and you're just going to give it away? And, and for those who participated, they get it for free. <laughs> what a deal. Yeah, I love it. I, I love it. Incredible. So talk about the Employer Choice Program. So the Employer Choice Program is open to all, all manufacturers. Okay, in the state of Florida, uh, they go online. They answer 40 questions. Okay, there are numerical questions. Uh, how many employees do you have? How many left? How many did you train? So it's a lot of how many's for right. the most part. Uh, most of the stuff comes off the PNL statement. You fill that out. Uh, nobody answers all the questions, so it's really not 40. You right. know, uh, from that, an algorithm I designed kind of measures and spits out. Boom! There's the best places. And so the, you know, it's figured on, and I always have to kind of take a look here, but it's calculated on the fact that, um, and I'm trying to get to that page in the report, there it is, uh, turnover, growth, uh, training, and promotion, that is 50% of the score. 
Because if you think about it, if no one's leaving, right. the organization's growing, they're developing them, and they're promoting from within, right. that's a pretty good start. Right. <laughs> you know? right. um, and then 15% is benefits, 15% uh, is you know the culture, and then uh, working environment is five, uh, benefit, you know, those kind of things. And so it's right. all very data-driven, you know? and it's not a committee, it's not a vote. <laughs> Right. It's data, and so it pits out. From that, uh, yes, we say, all right, in these categories, small, medium, and large, these are the, the best that we could find. These are the ones that need to be recognized. Uh, every company that participates gets this report, which is 27 pages long. Wow. And it looks at 37 different measurements and gives says, this is where everybody else is, this is what you are. Right. And so overnight, they can figure out of what they need to improve on. If your PTO isn't competitive, then you need to fix that. If you're not, you don't have enough uh, uh, enrollment in your 401k, go fix that. Right. If your turnover is too high, go fix that. But it gives them exactly what they need to go target on to be a better place to work. Yeah, and, I, and of course, as we talk, Anytime we have conversations with the small to medium-sized enterprises, the number one issue is this workforce talent pipeline. But if you're not going to actively try to pursue answers and, and get data, then you're going to probably always struggle with this. Yeah. And this is a, an easy opportunity to go grab some data, easy. look at what others are doing, create some benchmarks and metrics for your own organization. Absolutely. Yeah, the, our survey showed that the average turnover rate for this group of manufacturers uh, was 22.6%. Right. All right, so if I was XYZ company, right. and I'm at 40-something percent, let's go target that. I got a that. problem, that's yeah. right. You know, PTO, average for the first year, is 21 days off. Right. I had some in the survey that were at eight. You're wow. not competitive. Wow. My, I mean, and, and you know, we teach this concept in, in small business management and that you have to, you have to hone in on those, that handful of KPIs. Yeah. You can't have, you can't have 30. No. Nope. You got to have half a dozen. Right. You know, eight. That KPIs that you can look at every day, quickly assess, am I, am I within the guide? Am I, am I doing the things that other successful businesses are doing? Your, your report really gives those businesses that list of KPIs. Absolutely. And they can manage quickly yeah. with this. It's they great. don't have to spend hours drilling down and trying to, it's right there. It's very simple. And you know, um, you know I've been doing a similar type program for 20, some, 20 years now, 21 years. Um, the report looks exactly the same since back then. Right. <laughs> and so every year you go to page 16 and the same information is there so you can see right. what happened from one year to the next. Yeah, and you make just the perfect point is that I look at the the, the the paid time off. Yeah. And I and I realize that the average paid time off out there is you know fourteen days and I'm at I'm at seven. Right. You're not you're you're not gonna be in a competitive position when someone's looking around for the job. No. And, and that's the point. That's the point. If you're only spending the average was like a, I think nine hundred and eight dollars uh, per employee for training and development. Right. All right. Now right. that's low. Right. I'll be honest, this group right. needs to pick up the game a little bit. <laughs> yes, I'm sure but if they do. but if you're if you're at hundred and twenty five, right. that's my way of saying you gotta pick up your training game. It's not competitive. 
So uh, let me ask the most important question. If I didn't participate in this uh, survey, yep. can I still get the report? Ah, you have to check with Marcel, <laughs> Marcelo and, <laughs> okay. and let that So the report know. does come through Florida Makes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Florida Makes report. It, it's a Florida Makes program. And okay. so, um, right. you know, okay. uh, but, um, and then the other thing I, I just want to, you know, talk about real quick is, yep. um, you know, um, we mentioned that management has to train. Have right. to change, and they have to be tra- trained on how to change. Right. So, if anybody needs some, any company out there needs help on that, give me a call. Well, uh, to that to that point, how do we find you, Jerry? Ah, um, I am at uh, personneldynamics.net, and uh, so if you just uh, you know look up that. Uh, you should be able to find my website and find me from there. Okay, nice. Okay. And talk to me about the Employer of Choice Award going forward. Is it an annual? Yeah. Where do we find information on that? When's the next survey going out? Well, next survey will probably go out around June, July. Okay. Okay, that's usually when we release it. Uh, okay. And uh, you go to your Florida Makes website. And, and certainly they'll be marketing through okay. like, people like you okay. uh, on when to join. But um, I would encourage employers, uh, it's free. You know, right. it's information you should know. Right. And it's simple. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're not asking you to do a lot here. No. And, and I guess because of the Employer of Choice program, it, it's online, it's, uh, where is technology in all of this, in this, in this talent pipeline and, and uh, you know, uh, bettering our HR and our workforce? Is, is technology a big part of this today now? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially on the recruiting side. Okay. And, you know, um, what's be going on in recruiting and how that has So we don't run ads anymore oh, on the God, want no. ads? No, okay. but I'm going to tell you, uh, LinkedIn and Indeed and them are kind of not doing it either. There's just, you, you know, uh, I was talking with a staffing agency last night, and, um, you know, usually the staffing agent collected bodies and then divvied them out <laughs> across right. the town. Uh, they can't find the bodies. So now what they're doing is going through the websites and approaching people <laughs> and stealing people and now working more as a headhunter than a staffing agency. Right. So they had to flip all where they're doing it. The other thing, uh, in St. Lucie County, uh, I'm very proud of them. The school board uh, uses geofencing for their advertisement. So if something wow. goes... Yeah. yeah. If something goes wrong uh, in Chicago or a teacher strike in Buffalo right. or wherever... They uh, can target... Anybody looks for teachers... Right. A, right now, a video pops up. <laughs> it's the first thing that pops up and says come teach in St. Lucie County. Wow. And it's a video of our diversity and our beaches and everything that's in Fort Pierce. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, listen, I am uh, just thrilled that uh, we've reconnected and yeah. old Fort Pierce guys. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, and I, I, I really appreciate what you're doing uh, in terms of, of, of workforce enhancement and, and supporting the small business community. Uh, a tool like the Employer Choice Award just is invaluable. It's, I say thousands. I, yeah, I don't, it's a, it's, tens of thousands, yeah. Jerry. Uh, uh, that report could be worked to someone. It has been rewarding to do this for the employers of the country. Yep. As I I'm love there. it. Yep. Uh, so, again, Jerry, one more time, how does uh, one find you? Yep. Uh, www. Uh, personnel, with two N's, personnel dynamics.net. Okay. 
It is our uh, it is our hometown friend. Uh, we go way back. Yep. Uh, it is Jerry uh, Hefner, who is president of Personnel Dynamics. Uh, they specialize in change management, corporate culture enhancement, and employee development. Uh, as uh, Jerry, he, he doesn't look the age, but uh, <laughs> he's a very young-looking man here. But, but he does have decades of experience in transforming the human side of your business. And again, we, we can't have a conversation without talking about workforce today. So, yeah. Jerry, uh, we appreciate the work you're doing. I can only imagine uh, your calendar is full, it, I'm it's, sure. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tom. Yep, absolutely. Um, this is uh, Small Biz Florida coming to you from the Florida Makes Make More Summit here at the incredible uh, Guidewell Innovation Center in Lake Nona. Uh, stay tuned with us. There's a whole lot more to come uh, from the summit. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.